The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. From Richard Flint International. Deep inside you, there's a power. A power you can use to meet every challenge, every roadblock, conquer every obstacle life throws at you. A power to be happy, fulfilled, successful. A power to be everything you want to be. Now, meet the man who wrote the book on human behavior. The man who can teach you how to unleash your own power to be. Ladies and gentlemen, Richard Flint. Welcome to The Power to Be. I'm Richard Flint, and I am so glad that you're able to join me today. You know, when I started this crusade that I'm on, and some people don't like the word crusade, but it's, it's what my life is about. When I started this 30-plus years ago, I made a commitment to myself Because I used to sit in the counseling room in my prior life of doing private counseling. And I would watch so many people create struggles and drama in their life. And I'd sit there and I'd listen. I'd think, you know what? You don't have to live this way. You have the power to be someone better than this. But you've got to want that power. You've got to be willing to unleash that power. So I spend every day of my life... Uh, whether it be traveling this globe, speaking to conventions, or the books that I write, or the radio show. I spend every day of my life trying to help people to understand you can unleash the power that is within you. And this time that we have here together, it's more than just a 60-minute radio show to me. It's a time in my life where I can help people like you Examine one of those emotional nibblers that keep you from unleashing your power. I know that I've said this to you before, but it's one of those things that I constantly need to remind you of. Inside of you, there is a new you that's waiting to get out. The challenge you face is you've got so many of these emotionally nibblers that every day just nibble on your life. And they nibble on your life through doubt. They nibble on your life through worry, through uncertainty. And every day that they have control of your life, because every day you're in that war between the new you and the old you. And every day as you fight this war, and it's not just a skirmish, it's a war being fought over control of your life. And every day you fight that battle, one of the two, either this old you that's all about you staying the same, or this new you that's about you unleashing your personal power, one of them's going to win. Now, the new you is the person that I'm concerned about. And that new you is that person 
that can have control of your life, when you make the decision that's supported by your behavior to break out of living in circles and take your life forward. You know, for most of the people that I'm around and most of the people that I've worked with, their life is more about chatter than it really is about improving their behavior and committing with their mind leading the way to have the life that they were placed on this earth to have. In our time together today, I want to talk to you about what I think is the number one emotional nibbler in your life. It's that thing within inside of you that can hold you hostage. And what I'm talking about is I'm talking about fear. You ever wrestle with it? Does it ever take control of your life? Do you ever find yourself battling with what you want to do with your life and the fear of what might happen if you did it? See, this is part of this battle. Because this new you challenges you with desire, the desire to improve. Where the old you tortures you with fear. And one of those two is going to get control. The real thing that hurts me the most as I deal with people is how many people really have a desire to improve their life but they let their fear take control. So here's the thought I want to put in front of us that's going to guide our thinking. You will never live a day without fear. At some point, sometime during your day, fear is going to raise its head and it's going to nibble at you. You will never live a day without fear, but... You have the power to control the fear that you're having. Now, I'm a big believer in terminology. In fact, I've written three volumes of dictionaries. And if you'd like to see what they are, go to my website, richardflint.com. And there's three volumes of my dictionaries on there, one on just human behavior, one on relationships, and one on leadership. Each one contains 150 words that I have redefined as to where you actually live. Most of the time, we use words, and we have no idea of the emotional definitions that go with them. So what I want to do, I want to put some terms in front of you, and I want to define them for you. Fear. Now listen to my definition. The gathering of limited emotions that block, barricade, doesn't allow you to see beyond. The gathering of limited emotions that block your ability to see beyond the moment where you're standing. Folks, understand something. There is no fear in tomorrow. Because tomorrow hasn't happened. Where fear comes is from yesterday. And what we do is we drag it into the moment that we're in right now. And if we let it, fear will block our imagination's ability to see beyond this moment. There's a second term, fright, 
Listen to my definition. A surge of fearful emotions that bust down your wall of personal trust, your world of personal confidence, and makes you want to run away by hiding from yourself. See, most of the time when fear takes over, it creates that element of fright. And when fright happens, we don't want to face anything. All we want to do is run away. But what we fail to understand, we're simply running away and hiding from ourselves because you're going to have to face it. Another term, control. Listen carefully to my definition. Trusting yourself enough to stand strong when fear comes racing at you. You either are in control of your life or you give it away. And you can give control of your life away to negative fear. And when you do that, you can't see beyond that moment of negative fear. But when you have control, you are trusting yourself enough to stand strong from the inside out when fear comes racing at you. And fear never walks towards you. Fear races at you. And that creates one of the big challenges in learning to face your fear. So go into the counseling room with me. Let's sit and listen. Because let me share with you what I have found that feeds most people's fear. And and use this as a checklist for your own life, okay? Fatigue. I promise you something. When you're exhausted, you don't have the strength to face your life with an open mind. So what happens? Your emotions take over. My goodness, how many days have you lived tired, worn out, exhausted, And you knew there was a better way to face what was happening in your life. But you just didn't have the energy. So you gave control of your life to the negative fear. What feeds most people's fear? Energy that turns negative. You ever been in a situation that began positive and all of a sudden it took a left turn without your permission? You see, fear blinds you to the positive and pushes your emotions to the negative side. And any time your emotions get pushed to the negative side, fear increases. What feeds most people's fear? A lack of self-trust. Listen, to have confidence, <laughs> you got to believe in you. To trust yourself, you have to believe in you. And when you don't believe in you, You fear anything that the unknown throws at you. You ever been there? Hmm? You ever stood on the edge of something you said you wanted? But because you really didn't have belief and trust and faith in yourself, you stepped back. And you turned adventure into self-sabotage. What feeds most people's fear? Running from not confronting. When you don't face your life looking for the lessons, you know what happens? You give doubt an open door. 
And when doubt walks in through that open door, it brings its buddy fear. So do you deal with any of these? Does your negative fear ever increase when you're tired? When you have energy that has turned negative? When you don't trust yourself? When you find yourself running away, not confronting what's in front of you? You have got to understand this. Fear is an emotion that keeps you looking over your shoulder for the next bad thing to happen. You ever done this? You ever just told somebody, I'm just waiting for the next shoe to drop? Or I feel like I'm running around with a, with a, a black cloud over my head. Fear is an emotion. And that emotion keeps you looking over your shoulder for the next bad thing to happen. And by the way, do you think if you look long enough for something bad to happen, you can create it? Hmm? There's a truth we need to look at. When fear is controlling your life, it steals your personal power. So what does it steal from you? Stability. I want to tell you something. When you're not stable within yourself, fear has an open door. Hmm? Truth. You understand when you can't handle the truth that all of a sudden fear has the opportunity to take over? Why? Because if you can't handle the truth, what happens? Doubt, worry, uncertainty come in. Now you're questioning yourself and you don't trust yourself. What does fear steal from you? Energy. Every person I've ever been around who lives in a world where negative fear controls them doesn't have a lot of energy. That's why they're fatigued. That's why they're tired. That's why they're exhausted. It's why they avoid. It's why they, they procrastinate. Because fear will steal your positive energy. What does it steal from you? Attitude. I'll tell you something. When you live in a world of fear, your attitude supports that fear. When you live in a world of fear, you're not looking for the positive. You're looking for the justification. When you live in that world of negative fear, what are you doing? You're looking for the blame. You're looking for the excuses. You're looking for the reasons. And when that happens, it steals life from you. Because you see life based upon what you're looking for. And fear will not let you see the good. Negative fear will not allow you to see the good in your life. What does it steal from you? Your love for life. Do you know how challenging it is to be happy when you're living with negative fear? <laughs> Do you know how challenging it is to feel good about your life? When everything about your life is based in negative fear? And what happens when you don't have a love for life? You're down on yourself. You walk around waiting for the black cloud to just pour all over you. You look around trying to see where the next bad thing is going to come from. Now, you're never going to live a day without fear. It's always going to be a part of your life, and you've got to understand that. You are never going to live a day without fear. 
But you can learn to control fear. And there's power in learning to control fear. Watch this. When you control fear, positive has more presence than, more presence than negative. When you control it, you're open to facing the negatives fear throws at you. When you control it, you're willing to face all the emotions fear brings. When you control it, expectations turn from what I can't do to what I will do. When you control fear, you know what happens? Resilience replaces resistance. Now, here's another understanding. Fear has two faces. It's not just fear. Fear has two faces. There's the positive face of fear, which I doubt you've really spent much time thinking about. And then there's the negative face of fear. Now, we're going to go to a break, and when we come back, I want to show you the difference between positive fear and negative fear. Okay? Stay right there. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. One of the things about Star Maker, and it's the thing that we create that I love the most, you feel safe here. I mean, if you listen to some of the stories that are shared, there's some pretty personal stuff. Stuff that we normally wouldn't talk about. But what happens when you're in an environment where you're surrounded by people who really want to improve their life? Star Maker 2015 July 17th through the 19th at the incredible PGA National Resort and Spa at beautiful Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. But remember, there's a limited number of registrations, so do it now. Sign up at www.richardflint.com or call 1-800-368-8255 and ask for Denise. Come join the fan Star Maker 2015. 15. It's an investment in your life. It's an investment in yourself and in your soul. I think if you have the desire to want to grow, take the challenge, take the opportunity. Hello, my name is Gary Gunn, and I've been uh, listening to Richard every morning probably for about six months now. And he's my partner, and he puts the soul back into my life every day. And if you're not taking the morning minute, you sure need to do it. It starts my day every day. I look forward to it, and I recommend it highly for anybody that doesn't have it. You should have it. Sometimes I just kind of think about what it says, and then I realize it really does have something to do with my life every morning of every day. We love the morning minute. It's just a blessing to our lives to be able to give us a great thought to hang on to all day long. Just the morning minute for us, it just kind of sets the day for us. That's where we really like it. The Richard Flint Morning Minute in your email inbox every single morning. You can try it for 21 days absolutely free. The Richard Flint Morning Minute could make your day. Call toll-free 1-800-368-8255 or go to www.richardflint.com and get the Morning Minute. Welcome back. We're talking about one of the, what I think is the number one emotional nibbler in your life, fear. And right before we went to break, we talked about the fact that fear has two faces, positive and negative. You see, there is both positive and negative fear. 
And what you have to understand is that each brings a different agenda to your life. Positive fear. Here's my definition. Understandings that slow your life down and allow you to see your life through searching for facts. You know, I've been doing what I'm doing for 30 plus years and you know, I do 150 speaking engagements all over the world each year. And people ask me, man, you've been doing this 30 plus years, you do 150 of these, are you still nervous, fearful when you walk on on stage? Absolutely. But you know what? I've learned that if I take that fear and make it a positive, it slows me down emotionally. And when it slows me down emotionally, it opens my imagination. And with my imagination open, I'm full to deliver the message that I'm there to deliver. So, positive fear faces life with self-confidence. Hmm. It examines looking for the lessons. Positive fear walks into every situation where fear is, and it says, okay, what can I learn from this so I don't have to repeat it? It adapts the journey. Because positive fear looks at the journey that you're on, and it sees that pathway that goes to doubt, to worry, to uncertainty. And it says, you know what? That's not what I'm looking for. Yes, I'm nervous. Yes, I have this twinge of uncertainty. But I'm going to adapt this journey so that I can look for the lessons because I believe that this is a journey for my life. Positive fear reinforces your life with resilience. You know what it says? Hey, fear, you can knock me down, but you can't keep me down because I believe in me. I know I can learn from this experience. And I'm going to improve my life so that I can can continue to unleash the positive spirit in my life. But what about negative fear? Listen to my definition. Uncertainty that speeds you up. And doesn't allow you to see your life through an inner core of self-belief, self-trust, and self-awareness. You see, what negative fear does, it doesn't allow you to believe in yourself. It wants you to doubt yourself. Because negative fear knows that if you're doubting yourself, you're going to worry about what you're doing. Then you're going to feel uncertain. And when that happens, you're paralyzed. When worry, doubt, and uncertainty comes together, you are paralyzed. So, when you look and when we talk about this negative fear, you got to understand what it brings to your life. It faces your life through strengthening doubt. It expects your life to be difficult. Whoa. It attacks your life with negative emotions. And it won't let you because it refuses to see your life beyond fright. Get it? Every day there is in your life the ability to either live with positive fear or with negative fear. And every day, You face your life either through the positive fear or the negative fear. Now, I'm going to suggest to you something. 
from the day you were born until the day you die. You're going to wrestle with, you're going to fight with six fears. Now, one of these six fears is your number one fear. If you find it and face it, you can control the other five. But if you never find it and you never face it, I promise you what's going to happen. The other five are going to eat you alive. So what am I talking about? Here are the six fears. The fear of the unknown. The fear of abandonment. The fear of failure. The fear of rejection. The fear of loss. And the fear of success. You fight from the day you're born to the day you die with all six of these fears. Now, what's number one in your life might be number five in my life. But one of these is the fear that grips you the most and takes control of your life. One of these is your number one fear. If you don't face it, if you don't work through it, if you don't turn it into a positive, then the other five are just going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. So here's what I want to do. I want us to walk through all six of these fears. I want you to understand what it is. I want you to understand what feeds that fear. And I want you to understand what you're going to have to do to control it. Okay? Our first of the fears. The fear of the unknown. Now, this fear in your life is fed by your lack of self-trust. When you don't trust yourself and you go through times, you've had times in your life when you did not trust yourself. When you don't trust yourself, anything that takes you out of your comfort zone will frighten you. You know the truth in that, don't you? Because we all live to create comfort zones. And what you have to remember is in that comfort zone, the old you, that one that wants you to stay the same, has control. So anything that takes you out of that comfort zone is going to frighten you. And when you stand at the edge of the unknown, and you can't see beyond the fog in front of you, and you don't have a lot of self-trust, you're not going to step into that fog. Because you have to trust yourself to step into that fog. But when you can control the fear of the unknown, when you're willing to step into that fog, you turn the unknown into adventure. So what feeds? What feeds the fear of the unknown? Four things. Back to something we talked about earlier, fatigue. When you're tired, the unknown just becomes bigger and bigger and bigger because it takes a rested you to trust in you. What feeds the fear of the unknown? Expectations that aren't realistic. 
You know, we all set up expectations for ourselves, and then we tell ourselves, I can't do that. And so when I don't feel that I can, I don't trust myself. So what happens? What I've said I've wanted simply turns to chatter because I don't have the strength to step into that fog with, with the trust of believing in myself. What feeds the fear of the unknown? <laughs> Always jumping for the next great idea. You ever done that? You ever been around a person who's always looking for the next great idea? Hmm? And when you're always jumping for the next great idea, you know what happens? You're not prepared. And when you're not prepared, I promise you something, doubt steps in. And what happens when doubt steps in? The fear of the unknown takes part. What feeds the fear of the unknown? Resistance to the truth. Because the truth is there, and you need to understand what you're feeling about this. You need to be honest with yourself about the fear that is there. Because if you can't be honest about the fear, the fear takes over. So how do you control the fear of the unknown? First of all, you've got to find what's creating this fear. What is it about your yesterday? that causes you not to trust yourself today. To control the fear of the unknown? you got to understand, you got to examine, why does this fear exist? Why is it causing me to doubt myself? Hey, I can go over here, and I trust myself over here, and, and I'll do whatever it takes. I'll step into that unknown. But at this particular journey in my life, at this particular place in my life, for some reason, I don't trust myself. So why does this fear exist? And then to control the fear of the unknown, adventure must be found. What is this going to bring to my life? If I step into this fog, if I turn my desire loose, if I know this is what I really want for my life, what's the adventure that this is going to create for me? Because when you have adventure, you have motivation. How do you control the fear of this, uh, the fear of the unknown? Refuse to give in to it. You tell yourself, this is not what I want for my life. I don't want to be stuck here for the rest of my life. I know that there's adventure out there for me. I know there's opportunity for me. I know that there's something better for me, but I've got to be willing to unleash my personal power to find this. So do you struggle with the fear of the unknown? Fear number two, the fear of abandonment. Here's what you have to understand. When you don't love yourself, you will always feel unloved by others. See, love is another one of those interesting emotions. Because if I don't love me, I don't understand what love is. If I don't love me, I give people permission to use me. And when I give people permission to use me, you know what's going to happen? They're going to use and then they're going to abandon me. Listen to this truth. 
until you become happy with you, you will open your life to others taking advantage of your lack of self-love. Hey, people treat you like you ask them to treat you. And I tell you something, when you don't love you and you're not, you don't like you, there are people out there that can smell the fact you don't love you. You give off this emotional sense, and they're going to play with you, and when they finish playing with you, they're going to throw you away. So what feeds the fear of abandonment? Feeling unlovable. You don't love yourself. Early years of feeling unloved. That out of your yesterday, you never felt someone of value. You were never treated with love. What feeds the fear of abandonment? Always feeling like the outsider. You never fed in. Fit in. You were the outcast. Hmm? Reliving the pain that goes with this fear. I'm going to tell you something. When you don't feel loved, there's a lot of pain in that, folks. When you don't feel loved, the emptiness that goes with that is a pain that just keeps feeding itself within your life. So, how do you and I control the fear of abandonment? Find what you really like about you. Stand in front of that mirror. Don't move. Look in that mirror. And don't leave until you find something that you like about you. Because the more you like about you, the less you're going to make yourself available to people who are going to abandon you. The more you love about you, the less other people can control you. Hmm. Edit your old tapes of self-doubt. You doubt yourself because you have accepted the wrongs that other people have told you about yourself. You got to edit those tapes. You got to understand I am a good person. I have value. I can bring value to life. There's stuff that I want to do with my life. And then align yourself with people who respect you. My philosophy is real simple never keep anyone in your life who's not part of your fan club. For anyone who is not part of your fan club is a critic. And a critic is a person who walks into your life to emotionally want you to doubt yourself. And they know how to do that so that they can emotionally own you. And they're going to play with you. They're going to use you. And when they finish with you, they're just going to throw you away. So the fear of abandonment will increase. How do you control the fear of abandonment? Refuse to give in to this fear. Hey, I don't need other people to be happy. I am happy from the inside. I believe in me. I trust me. I love me. And when you love yourself, you don't give people permission to use you. So we're talking about the six fears. And what's the third of these fears? The fear of failure, which is one of the largest that I find in the lives of people. It's amazing what we have been taught about failure that is an absolute lie. Now, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back from break, we're going to talk about this fear of failure. And we're going to understand it's not a permanent scar in your life to fail. Okay? 
Stay right there. Don't go anywhere because we're going to be right back. When Richard Flint walks on stage, no one is quite prepared for what's about to happen. If you've ever been there, you know what I'm talking about. It's about getting a little uncomfortable, experiencing emotions you haven't felt in years, even questioning your direction in life. And then, through Richard's how-to instructions delivered in his down-to-earth grassroots style and a wisdom that sounds a lot like common sense, you finally get it. You realize, all is not lost, there's hope for you yet. No one who has ever been in the presence of Richard Flint is left untouched. That's why being in a Richard Flint audience can change your life. And booking Richard is easy. Pick up the phone right now and call Denise at 1-800-368-8255 or visit www.richardflint.com for details. Isn't it about time you invited Richard Flint into your life? A friend of mine once told me he could knock a hole in any philosophy anyone came up with. Then, I read the book. Behavior never lies. Richard Flint's number one philosophy, reminding you if their actions don't match their words, that, my friend, is a deal breaker. If you haven't read the book, even if you haven't been brave enough to read the book, there's one of two ways you can remedy that. First of all, call Denise at 1-800-368-8255 and she will be happy to send you a copy of Behavior Never Lies, the book. Or, you now get an audio version with excerpts from the book that comes on flash disk with two bonus programs, Mission Possible and Achieving a Five-Star Award in Customer Care. Whatever you do, call Denise as soon as possible. 1-800-368-8255 Behavior Never Lies Hey, welcome back. We're talking about understanding that number one nibbler in your life, fear. And we're talking about the six fears that are a part of your life, that from the day you're born to the day you die, you're going to struggle with. We've talked about the fear of the unknown. We've talked about the fear of abandonment. Now we want to talk about the fear of failure. Folks, when you don't have a healthy view of failure, you view it as a, something negative, not a positive to learn from. I doubt if anyone's ever taught you, but I believe that all, all emotions travel in threes. That's why doubt, worry, and uncertainty travel together. Hmm? That's why calmness, clarity, and confidence travel together. And yet, in teachings, we have taught people only success and failure. And if that's all we have, then one's going to be a positive and one's going to be a negative. So we've made success the, the positive and failure the negative. Hey, there's a third word that we haven't brought into the picture. It's about success, failure, and defeat. Defeat is permanent. Failure is only one option that didn't work. And when failure happens, what do you got to do? Get up. Dust yourself off. And move 
to the next option. Because there's always another option standing in front of you. But you're not going to be able to find that option if you're staying down there surrounded by all the other little people who have been knocked down and chosen to stay there because they want you to stay and be a part of their party. Failure is simply an option that didn't work. So what feeds the fear of failure? Feeling you're never good enough? You ever been there? Everything must be perfect. And if it's not perfect, then you failed. What feeds the fear of failure? Always giving doubt control. Because if I'm not good enough and things aren't perfect, then I doubt myself. And you put those three together and you get the fourth thing that feeds failure. Reliving all your mistakes. You ever been around someone? All they talk about is their mistakes. And what have they done? They've been knocked down and they're chosen to stay there. Reliving mistakes is a great definition of defeat. So, how do you control the fear of failure? Find the connection to your yesterday. What is it out of my past that's made me feel like a failure? Then examine the emotions that are involved in that and rewrite the script. Because in rewriting the script, then the third thing that happens that will help you control this fear is that a sense of self-trust, a sense of self-trust will prevail. And then you got to do the same thing we talked about with the last, the last two. Refuse to give in to this fear. Our fourth fear, big one. Fear of rejection. Now, you have to understand this. Rejection is not about whether someone likes you or not. It's about whether you love yourself. You're going to have to think this next statement through. No one rejects another person. They simply follow what you've told them you feel about yourself and what you want them to do with you. I couldn't reject you if I tried. Rejection is an inward feeling of inadequacy that I transmit to other people through my behavior. Now, you think that won't play into the, to the fear of abandonment? Because I'm, what am I telling them? Hey, I don't love me. I'm not good enough. Come use me. And you've given them permission to play with you. And when you walk away, they walk away, you feel like you've been rejected. What feeds the fear of rejection? Feeling that you're unworthy of good. Editing your life through failure. (laughs) Always looking at and talking about who you aren't. Because when you live in a world of rejection, you always live in a world where you're looking for what's wrong with your life and why people reject you. You put those together and you get the fourth thing that feeds the fear of rejection. Reliving the pain of yesterday. And as long as I'm living in the pain of yesterday, I will never feel good enough. I'm going to edit my life through all the failures, the mistakes that I've been through. 
and I'm going to talk about who I am not. So how do you control this fear of rejection? Find the good in you. It's there. Listen, there's good in every one of us. There's things that that we're good at. There are things that feed our desire. Find those things. Express only positive thoughts about yourself. Don't put yourself down. Every time you get negative about you, you feed rejection. Be positive about yourself. Affirm that you're a good person and that you're lovable. Hey, I'm not perfect. I'm a human. I'll never be perfect. But you know what? There are things about me that are good. I am a likable, a lovable person. And then refuse to give in to this fear. Our fifth fear, the fear of loss. It is critical that you understand this one. With everything you want to do with your life, there's a price tag. And when you're no longer willing to pay the price for the journey, you stop the journey. People think my life is so glamorous because I get to travel all over this world and they pay me to do it. Hey, what's glamorous about every night sleeping in a hotel bed someone else has already slept in, huh? I, I, I get nervous about these hotels that have gone green because I know what that means. They just let it grow. And then when it gets enough, they flip the sheets over. Do you know that in my 30-plus years, I have been in 30 hotel fires. I have been on 19 airplanes where someone has physically died on the airplane. Twice they were seated next to me, and I wasn't even talking to them. I've been in an earthquake. I've been in a flood. I've been in a tornado. My staff won't even travel with me. You understand that what I do with my life has a price tag to it, and as long as I'm willing to pay the price, I do it, and it gets the best of me. But when the price tag is too great, the fear of what it's costing me overrides the desire that goes with doing it. Hmm? You ever dealt with the fear of loss? You ever looked at something you said you wanted, and when the price tag came up, you told yourself, that's too much. So what did you do? You walked away. Folks, you cannot lose what you're not committed to having. So what feeds this fear of loss? Facing the journey you're on with doubt is your guide. Hey, your emotions are all over the place. You question everything and anything. A big one. You always start everything with a trying attitude. Well, I'm going to try. Do you understand that try is a derivative of doubt? And when you try anything, you're already setting up your exit plan? Hmm? What feeds the fear of loss? Reliving your past knockdowns. So how do we control this? Face your journey with confidence. Believe in yourself. Know this is your stage. I am exactly in my life where God wants me to be. I'm doing exactly with my life what I was placed on this earth to do. Can you say that? How do you control it? Exit if you realize this is the wrong path. How do you know what the wrong path? You know what the wrong path does? It feeds your confusion. Any place in life that feeds your confusion is the wrong path for you. How do you control it? 
accept the price tag as part of the journey. And folks, if you don't want to pay that price, it's the wrong journey for you. Hmm? Refuse to give in to this fear. Refuse it. This is a big one, folks. Because to anything and everything you want to do with your life, there's a price tag to it. What I see in our world today is that so many people have found it easier to walk away than they have to commit themselves to doing it. And every time they walk away, they create an incomplete in their life. And the next step they take just takes them deeper into that incomplete. And then fear number six, the fear of success. Folks, when you haven't had to work for the success you have, you won't understand what it's all about. My biggest selling book right now is my book, the Tr- my book entitled Behavior Never Lies. And it's a book about accountability. You can find it on my website, richardflint.com. But one of the things I talk about in there is that in our world today, we have replaced accountability with entitlement. And what you haven't worked for, you will never understand. What's been given to you does not create the feeling of success in your life. Hmm? Success is not about things. So many times people, they strut around with the things that they have, and they think that that's success. That is not success. It's about getting back up when life has knocked you down. What feeds this fear of success? Failure to do what you know you need to do. What feeds it? Excuses about what you can't do. What feeds it? Aligning yourself with the wrong people, people who want to use you. What feeds this fear of success? Refusing to be honest about you. So how do we control it? Find your niche. Find your talent. Find your stage. Find that place where you can create a presence that has presence when you're not present. Expand your beliefs in you. Trust yourself more. Understand what you can bring to other people. Understand what your talents are. Develop them into skills. Always look for the lesson. There's a lesson in everything, folks. And when you learn the lesson, your definition of success will change. Refuse. Refuse to give in to the fear. Now, I want to pull this together and give you 10 principles to control your fear. Listen to them closely. You will always have fear. So don't pretend you don't. Number two, fear is an emotion and must be dealt with as an emotion. Principle number three, don't run from your fear. Face it head on. Principle number four, find where your fear is coming from. It's always a part of your yesterday. Principle number five, don't let others control your life through using fear 
to manipulate you. Number six, don't try to run through your moments of fear. Slow down and face them head on. Number seven, fear becomes a positive when you slow down and find the lesson in that moment of fear. Number eight, refuse to give fear control of your life. Number nine, fear is at its greatest in your life when you are tired and exhausted. Stay rested. Number 10, all humans have fear, but as humans, you don't have to give fear control of your life. Listen to me. Anything in life you're running from, you're actually running toward. Slow down. Face the fear. Find the lesson the fear can offer your life. Trust in yourself and move forward through trying by walking through the fear. From the day you're born to the day you die, you are going to deal with fear. The question is, do you control it through letting negative fear own your life? Or do you control it by letting positive fear Guide your life to the best life possible. The old you wants negative fear to have control. The new you wants positive fear to be a part of your life. Now, you know I'd love to hear from you. Thoughts or comments about anything we've talked about? Just email me at solutions at richardflint.com. Solutions at richardflint.com. Now, I want you to join me next Thursday as we begin a two-part series about, well, it's not going to be two parts, it's going to be one part this time, about money. And I want you to join me right here on Voice America, the Empowerment Channel at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we're going to talk about baby steps to financial freedom. My guest will be Robin Thompson. Have you been to my website? Have you signed up for the Morning Minute 21-Day Free Trial? Richard at richardflint.com. Also, check out my Star Maker Conference. Come visit me live. Every year I do a conference where I invite 200 people to come spend a weekend with me. Our theme for 2015 and our dates are July 17, 18, 19. Our theme for next year is Built to Succeed. And all that information is on my website, richardflint.com. So, until next week, remember, there is a better life awaiting you when you are willing to unleash your personal power and become the person that you were put here to be. See you next Thursday. Any questions? Call our people at Richard Flint Productions, 1-800-368-8255, 1-800-368-8255, or visit us at www.richardflint.com. And thanks for listening. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 